0: Hello and welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. Oh, and it's March again. Oh, it's March again, gang.
1: It's it's March again already.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's I don't, March I don't again. have anything else to no, say about yeah, that. No, yeah, I don't have anything, nothing else to say about that. And yeah, it's been like a really crazy week with Spotify and Kakao M fighting and the K-pop oh got God. Thanos snapped and...
1: Yes, everyone's I,
0: a bully and everything's a mess.
1: Oh my God, everything is a mess. And the I saw a tweet that just said like SuperM do something. Yes, <laughs> we need the Avengers. Where are right the now? Avengers of K-pop? Ah, uh, yeah, this whole bullying thing has been really interesting um, to follow. I have been keeping up with some of it. I feel like now is not the time for us to go into any of the details. No, it seems
0: like one of those things that'll take a year for all the dust to settle and we can revisit it another time. Yeah,
1: a lot of investigations are like currently underway according to many different companies. Um, And it's like, I don't know, but it also seems like it's almost this weird, and I don't want to say, I don't know. It just almost seems like it's a, like I don't want to say mass hysteria, but this like, trend of just accusing whoever you want like just the number of people that have been harassed or excuse me the number of people who have been accused is like either Korea is like a really intense bullying problem which maybe is true I feel like I've seen that trope a lot in a lot of dramas and stuff or a lot of these are lies but I don't know only time yeah, will
0: tell. <laughs> only time will tell. I mean, a, a, apparently the initial blast was because of Naver changing some kind of, like, rules or some kind of layout for their webpage so that, like, cert, the most so that there wouldn't be, like, trending topics anymore. So then everyone was afraid that, like, celebrities would be able to bury their bad news easily or because they, like, changed the rules. So they were like, it's our last chance Oh, to air get out every, your grievances To air out now? your grievances. Oh, God. Yeah. That's but crazy. I, have to, I will have to say, because it's the only one I feel very comfortable speaking about, is that the Hyana one made me laugh very hard because she immediately came back and was like, I didn't have a childhood. I didn't yep. <laughs> go to school. I didn't have any time to be bullying classmates. Like... <laughs> It, I just thought that was like, like of any, of anyone to come for that just felt like the real wrong choice because her receipts mm-hmm. were sad and true.
1: Yeah, and she immediately spoke about it herself, right? Like, yeah, she addressed it and didn't like the company didn't speak for her. She just like went on Instagram and like posted her own words. Like this is false for x y and z reasons and i think that adds a lot of like credibility to it (laughs) right but i think it's also a real difference in like p nation and then other groups or other companies that then like they are having to do like very intense investigations and they're having to put out like multiple statements and then there's a lot of confusion because like the statements are being mistranslated oh god oh it's a mess y'all it's quite a mess
0: It's so messy, in fact. The reason I brought all of the mess up is just to say that around this time last year, for similar the world is a mess reasons, we thought we would jump in a time machine and just go back to the past where everything is settled because it already happened. (laughs) So we're going to keep the tradition going. And last year we covered the year 2000. So now it's time to look at 2001. Yes. Yeah. And last time we talked for like three hours and then (laughs) realized we had talked for three hours. So we split it into two episodes. So this time we planned ahead and we're splitting it to start with. From the jump. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to look at the first six months of the year 2001 in the K-pop world. And like last time, we've got comebacks and debuts and weird news and sad news. And like it was a year in K-pop like they always are.
1: Yeah, it'll be a nice little break, a little time jump, get away from this fucking world we're living (laughs) in right now. (laughs) All right, well
0: then let's jump into it. So the very first comeback of 2001 was on January 1st. A male solo artist named Lee Jihoon put out an album called Special With, and the lead single that he promoted was called Doll and it featured Shin Hye-sung from Shinwa and was written by Kang-ta. This song went to number seven and won like three music show trophies. And um, yeah, it's like a nice du- dude ballad duet and they wore like turtlenecks and scarves on every stage and like looked very cozy. they sing
1: their song. Yeah, they had a full, like, lady, all-lady string orchestra behind (laughs) them. And the fan chants were so loud. Like, people were (laughs) singing this song with them. And I was, like, fully ready to be on board with this song when I was going through this playlist. And then I watched the music video.
0: Oh, my God, this music video, y'all.
1: I first (laughs) the first like it's like five minutes long and the first minute of it I watched in silent abject horror Uh and then the next like minute of it I watched just saying no 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 no. And by the end of the music video, I was like yelling, like distraught, <laughs> oh, like this no. fucking pervert! Like this is horrific. It's so I hate awful. you. I don't want to hear another word you have to sing. Shut your mouth! <laughs> <laughs> <It's> so upsetting.
0: <laughs> Yeah, um, there's a full playlist of everything we'll be talking about today on our YouTube. Um, I don't know if we should sp- like—is it worth spoiling or do we just tell everybody that they need to go watch this
1: music video? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a spoiler because it happens like immediately. It's True. not like a twist. <laughs> like, You're this right. This guy is just obsessed. With this girl that it lives in his building, and he presumably like is a doll maker already because uh-huh. it made it seem like he already had dolls in his house. Right. Um, but anyway, he makes a really realistic doll of one her. of those
0: like big real sex dolls that like yeah. cost thousands of dollars. He like makes one of those of her and just sets it on his counter.
1: Oh, it's so weird. And then like avoids <laughs> her like in the hallway yes! and stuff. He like, like smokes in
0: front of her but like yes! doesn't look at her. And it's then she like can, she
1: like knocks on his door to like give her his mail or something, and I was screaming at the computer like, "Run! Run away! <laughs> oh my god! Don't open the door! Throw his mail in the trash!" <laughs> oh man. Anyway, it's upsetting. <laughs> it's truly,
0: truly wild. So that was the first comeback of the year. Um. On the next day, on January 2nd, there was some, like, breaking news kerfuffle. Um, Two members of SES and a member of Xinhua had their educations called into question. They were all, like, enrolled at some Korean university. And then it was like, but they went to American high school and their credentials weren't, something about their credentials was bad. And so, like, SM was in trouble because everyone was like, did SM pay off the universities to, like, get them in if they didn't deserve it so they had to like stop ses's promotions because one of the last things we talked about in the 2000 episode was an ses album and they had to like Mm. stop promoting because of this scandal yikes um but speaking of yikes this next thing is super yikes and it's the worst piece of news i have for this whole year so i'll just say it now and then there's no more terrible surprises after this on the 5th of january a 15-year-old Click B fan was trampled to death by other fans when they were chasing the van away from a music show. And one of the members, Jong Hyuk, who was 17 years old at the time, disappeared for two weeks after this happened because he felt so responsible for it. And then came back and like, wrote her a song that they put on their next album that came out
1: later but like gasp wow what a horrifying drama for everyone involved yes that's very upsetting isn't it i
0: couldn't believe it i couldn't believe it when i read that so yikes Everyone, be careful in crowds. And this is why we don't. Yes. This is why we don't do fangirl chasing. Mm-hmm. People get hurt.
1: Yes, it's very dangerous.
0: Very dangerous. Oof. So yeah, that was crazy. And that was like January. There weren't a lot of comebacks I could find because, as noted last year, or in the two thousand episode, people or groups and artists used to promote songs way longer. They would put out one album and then like do three singles through the whole year Mm -hmm. Um, so there wasn't like as much new music as there was people just continue like most of January was things that came out at the end of 2000 anyway so then that takes us to February Uh, all right February 3rd we have our comeback of Fly to the Sky who we had as our random game group
1: last week was that last week? yeah just like last week I'm pretty sure
0: yeah they put out an album called The Promise.
2: <laughs>
0: um, the single was also called The Promise. Uh, this album went to number two, and it sold over 200,000 copies.
1: Yeah, this song is, like, a nice uh, ballad, but then the music video has, like, there are backup dancers and there's like slow-mo choreo to this Mm -hmm. song like it doesn't make sense why there's any choreography to this song at all because it sounds like one that you would just stand and sing and then like the whole and then like when the boys are when one of them is not singing he's like slow motion dancing with the backup (laughs) dancers and it's really really it really takes you out of it yeah
0: The music video has that really fun, like, there's just, like, columns in the middle of nowhere, and it's, like, really bright blue, like, crazy fisheye lens. They're wearing, like, blue contacts, too, that, Mm -hmm. like, look really weird in their eyes.
1: And there's all these weird, like, lava lamp columns, like, all of these, like, (laughs) bubbles in tubes, like, everywhere.
0: (laughs) Um, I also noted that it's in the playlist that the other single they promoted off this album is called Maybe God Knows, and it's like that exact same classic 2000s pop R&B of the same 10 sounds we mm-hmm. talked about in the 2000s episode, and they do dance in that one.
1: Yeah, I loved that other single. It has like a super bye-bye-bye intro, and then like the whole thing is just, it's like great choreo, super fun right up my 2001 alley
0: (laughs) yeah fly to the sky was good i wrote down it's nice that they can sing we said it last week but it's like nice that they could actually sing too it's a real perk (laughs) when it comes to first gen
1: i was gonna say yeah in the first gen it's a it's a gem
0: (laughs) um okay the next comeback on our list came out on february 7th this was a comeback of jinyushan The album is called The Rain, and the single was called Ayo.
2: Uh,
0: This album went to number four, got a bunch of music show trophies, uh, sold 200,000 copies. Um, Yeah.
1: My only note is, yikes, all around. Likes all around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were like parts of this music video that I thought could have been fun in sort of like a cheeky sigh way.
0: I liked when the dog would sing.
1: Yeah, like the dog would sing, (laughs) or like when the, when the like, In the second part of the music video, when, like, one of the guys is driving around and, like, the delivery guy on the bike, like, sings to... And it was, like, shots of normal Korea, right? Sure. But then then there was the rest of the music video that was just, like, appropriating black culture all over the place from hairstyles to fashion to the fucking song itself. Yes. Um, So it was just, you know...
0: Yeah, I was. I thought it was crazy when the music video started. I was like, "Oh, this is like a Cypress Hill music video." And then I saw on the track list that Cypress Hill actually featured on this album.
1: Oh, really?
0: Yeah, and I was like, "Well, well,
1: there, there you, go. you go, nailed it, it. <laughs> called it."
0: <laughs> um. All right, February twelfth, we have a debut. This is the debut of male solo artist Cha Tae Hyun, and his album is called Accident with a single called, I Love You. <laughs>
2: um,
0: and you, if you are listening to this, there's a good chance that you know who Cha Taehyun is because he is like variety show royalty these days. He's one of the permanent cast members of Two Days, One Night. He's on a million things and you probably, they always joke about how he used to be a pop star for like a tiny minute. And here it is. This Mm. is the tiny minute. Um, Later this year, he starred in a rom-com called My Sassy Girl. And that's still one of the like highest grossing like Korean movies ever. So this was like right before his like big moment. Um, Yeah, but he, like, debuted as a singer after winning some kind of TV talent contest in 1995 um, and had been, like, doing acting and DJing up until this point when he debuted with this fun little song. Hmm.
1: Yeah, this song is fun. It has kind of like ABBA disco strings and like the performance. I mean, obviously people were really into it because the fan chants in this one were yes. really intense. And then it like zoomed it on his face and I was like, but he's just some guy. Like, It's not even that odd." Um, but he is a good singer and it is like a fun song. Um, but it has a lot of weird arm choreo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the one where they do the like... I think so. The weird like bird wing dance? I don't know. The choreo is weird. That's the only note I have.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the music video was one of those, um, you know, mobster action fighty boy music videos like he's running from bad guys and there's oh yeah 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 this music
1: video didn't make any sense (laughs) because yeah like I watched the the performance first which was like super fun and then (laughs) the music video like had this guy and this girl like pickpocketing people in the club and then the singer who was not the guy pickpocket gets beat up by some other mobsters and then like the pickpocket is somehow involved. I don't know. I thought maybe it was like a case of mistaken identity, but it's truly um, hard to follow the plot. Yeah. Because then for there's sure. another point where like the singer is beating up the pickpocket guy, but then the pickpocket girl gets taken captive and the singer cares about it, but we don't know why. It's very confusing. Yeah,
0: I think that I in most cases, trying to make your cinematic crime music video I feel like often a lot of things are lost if you try to make the story too big mm-hmm. yes like you knows thank you works somehow because it's a very tiny moment they mm-hmm. tried to kill him and he said uh-uh so he's gonna come back but then yeah. that other music video we watched with those boys where it like went through their whole descent into crime and then like everyone died and it just felt yes then that's like, too, too much, much. <laughs> that's
1: too far yeah 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 i agree mm-hmm.
0: um so that was the debut of cha taehyun um on that same day we have another extremely important debut and i'm really excited to talk about this i have so many notes on february 12th Sai put out his first album Sai from the psycho world and the single is called bird <laughs> Um, This song was immediately a smash. It had 11 music show wins and the song went to number one, even though it was protested by and like um, sanctioned by like Christian groups and children's groups for being Mm. like indecent and bad for children.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've talked about this with Psy before. I think maybe in our like first generation episode when we talked about like the Hollywood. Or wave I, in, in the general.
0: solo episode. Oh, when maybe. We first talked about him as a solo artist.
1: Maybe I don't remember exactly, but I know we've talked in general about how like Psy's sort of shtick or like appeal is that he writes really um, clever lyrics and a lot Mm -hmm. of times they play off of like double entendres and innuendos or plays on words where it sounds like he's cursing but he's actually saying something else and that is what this song is built off of. Like the song is pretty... Like, harsh, I guess. The lyrics are pretty harsh. Yeah,
0: he talks about, like, meeting a very naughty girl in the club. Mm -hmm. And he's like, you're so gross and, like, slutty, but I love it. And you won't give me any attention. And you're going to regret it. Because I would do anything for you, you naughty club girl is like yeah. kind of the whole. Vibe. Yeah, and he like
1: he like loves her or doesn't love her. He like wants her but also yes. like, hates her. He's disgusted <laughs> like, by yeah.
0: her, but like oh, he loves her so
1: much. Yeah. Um, did you also? You said you had a lot of notes. Yes.
0: Yeah, so I wanted to explain the specific wordplay in this song and how Psy kind of invented. A new curse with this song. Mm-hmm. So the chorus of this song keeps repeating the phrase se which means to become a bird. Like se as a bird. But if you use a different word for bird, which is and say do eso well, jo doeso is a curse to say I'm fucked. So he basically took. Like if you say one type of bird, it sounds like a curse, but he used a different word for bird Mm -hmm. to make this nonsense phrase that doesn't mean anything. But if you're in the know, it's a sneaky way to say I'm fucked without like Mm -hmm. actually cursing. So like, ooh, Sai is so clever. And he was so clever from the second that he debuted is the point.
1: Yes, and that phrase (laughs) became an idiom to mean I'm screwed. Yeah, you can just say that. (laughs) So, like, now instead, like, it's, like, a cleaner version of I'm fucked. So now you can just say that instead and mean I'm screwed. Um, Yeah, I read a lot about the lyrics, and I saw that they had, like, a couple of different uh, idioms in them, like, one of them – uh, the rubber sh- he makes a note about like rubber shoes and it's like this is a Korean idiom that signifies a woman who leaves or cheats on her man. So she's a mm. cheater, I guess, is the problem. And it comes from an ancient Korean story about a woman who was caught cheating on her husband and when she tried to run away, she was in such a hurry that she put on her rubber shoes backwards. So he says some line about like you like running away with your backwards rubber shoes or something like that. He also calls her a 10 cent woman, which is shippuan in Korean, and sounds mm. like fuck.
0: Yeah, it sure does. He was really good at finding every possible way to not curse. Like <laughs> <But> yeah. <cursed. laughs> um, but I was just like so captivated by his like debut music camp stage because oh God, like yes. he's just always been just the like overconfident way that he carries himself, and the girls are going fucking in ape shit and Mm -hmm. he like takes off this like velvet coat and he has like a sleeveless button down that says Psy and jewels, and he's just dancing and the girls are like fucking losing their minds
1: over Psy like It's great. It's fantastic. My (laughs) first note was you haven't changed a bit because it is (laughs) like, yeah, like the funky choreo, that like insane velvet suit, the like really high energy. He has these two backup singers who are so good. They're doing their best like sort of doo-wop-y style Mm -hmm. like background vocals. Um, And I even noticed that like some of the background dancers are like laughing and they're like having like a really good time like behind him or whatever. Like one of the girls, cracked. Packs up like in the middle of it, um, so it's a really fun stage, and it just perfectly like you watch that stage and you're like, ah, Sigh has always been Sigh.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's so good. This is just like a random note, but it's a thought I had today, and I have to share it. So I was watching hyuna and Don were on this show that's like sometimes called My Little Old Boy or like My Ugly Duckling, and it has like Hechel's mom on it. It has a bunch of celebrities' moms on it. Okay. <laughs> Hyuna and Don went on it, and then there was a point where they, like, cut away to, like, Jesse and Sai talking to somebody. Anyway, Sai was just talking, and he has, his voice is just so good. Like, his speaking voice is, like, it's just the perfect tone, and the, like, resonance is so nice. And I just decided that I really like Sai's voice. And it's a thought I had today. Fair enough. It came up, so I had to say it. um okay 20th of february come back uh this is sharp we've talked about them before because this was a co-ed group Mm -hmm. um they put out their fourth album called forever feel so good and the single on this one is called a hundred days prayer album went to number five and sold 240,000 copies um and I think that we play this is the same uh song we played or studied when we talked about them in the co-ed group episode and I've always thought that the chorus of this song like fucking slaps and I still think that
1: this song is really fun. I My only note, though, is this, the like one guy who's on stage wearing a see-through shirt and like his only role in the entire song is to come in during the chorus and go, party, party, party. Yes, and that's I the only that. thing he
2: does.
0: <laughs> I also noted that in the music camp stage or whatever I put in the playlist that one of the girls' hairs might make you feel better about Taemin's current hair because like... Her skunk die job is truly something I've never seen before.
1: It was pretty bad. There is someone <laughs> later on, I don't think I wrote it down, but somebody in one of these music videos actually has Timmy's, like, real current die job, like, down to the, like, different, like, the exact Wits. pieces that yes. are yes, it's just longer, and the like blonde under die, like his the one in the music video in this playlist was just longer than Timmy's, but it was the wow. same pattern, and I was like, this is horrifying, oh, Timmy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, What's anything next? else to say about Sharp? No, no, I didn't have anything okay. else. <laughs> All right, moving into March. Um, okay, so on the seventh of March, Chakra came back with an album called Chakra and the single is called End.
2: Um,
0: this album went to number 10. It's the same Euro dance with African drums that it was before. I wrote, this concept is still so awful. It's just so awful. They filmed the music video for this one in the Philippines, in the jungle. I don't know what to say.
1: I think we've watched this music video for another thing about Chakra, because this music video has like five different kinds of quote-unquote Indians, and also has... Little boys and Abraham Lincoln's.
0: Oh my God! Okay, this is the one we got
1: them in the random game, and this was their and this most is what we watched. Song, right, so I think this is what
0: we watched.
1: Yes, I knew as we soon had like I saw played it on the show, I and like, I couldn't think of why. <laughs> there's so much happening in this music video and literally my only note is well there's no end to the bad decisions here (laughs) that's all i got every frame of this is a bad choice every every frame and every detail
0: really bad choices moving on um the next thing i had on the note or the next thing i had in my notes was a debut of a supposedly beloved indie group even though i couldn't find like anything about them except a ton of comments on their videos of people being like i loved them but this was another like a little boy and girl duo called the jadu which means the plum and they put out this cute song called destiny I just thought this was so fucking cute and fun. It was was really happy to have stumbled upon it.
1: Yeah, they it's super cute. They're both dressed like camp counselors from like some like TV <laughs> Disney show or Channel something. Show. She she has like huge glasses and like big flippy blonde hair. She's a really goofy dancer. Like there's mm-hmm. a part where she has to do like a da- like a dance break <laughs> and she's just like so awkward. <laughs> she really reminded me of Amy Poehler in Wet Hot American Summer. Oh my um, god, yeah. But the song itself was really fun and she's a good singer. I like it.
0: For sure. Yeah, I just had to note that because I thought it was too cute. All right, nineteenth of March. Next comeback. Hong Kyung Min comes back with his album, Hong Kyung Min number no. four, creative. Uh, and the single is called Kajoga or Take It. Yeah. Uh, This album went to number six and sold over 100,000 copies. He got seven music show trophies and the Gaio Solo Award for 2001 for this song. This is the guy that in the 2000 episode, we said he was calling himself Korean Ricky Martin. Mm -hmm. And he's still at it.
1: That came to a head in this. Mm -hmm. I said, my
0: note is that Ricky Martin should have sued him over this music video. Because it is a direct ripoff. Of the "Live in La Loco" music video, like they tried to recreate the set. Sa- it's the same music video. It's the same music video. <laughs> it
1: is the same, and I watched it before I read your notes. And my note at my first note was. Uh, Because I really liked the stage, and I was like, wow, he has a great rasp, he has a nice face, like, I like this rock ballad, like, this is gonna be fun, and then the music video, I was like, oh, okay, this is, like, a little bit straighter of Ricky Martin, and I was like, never mind, and I crossed it out, and I was like, it's not straighter than Ricky Martin, it's just as gay. (laughs) And there's like that woman, like dressed like Shakira, and her like silver bobbles or whatever, just like hipping it around. And, and that other woman in the fuchsia pantsuit who just keeps doing like deep squats on the pole. Yes, <laughs> she was feeling it, feeling the rhythm, <laughs> feeling lucky yeah. loca is what she was feeling for sure.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So that is. Hong Kyung Min, who I just realized today has been on Return of Superman for like a little while, like with his kids, and I was like, "Oh right," because he does not, he does not look like he did back then. So it's not my fault that I didn't notice. Um, okay, March twenty second, we have another comeback. This is the rap group Drunken Tiger. They come out with an album called The Legend of Dot Dot Dot, and the single was Good Life. This album went to number seven and sold over 160,000 copies and got two Inky Gaio trophies. And a piece of trivia, this was the first time that Drunken Tiger had come back since in 1999, Tiger JK was arrested for uh, supposed methamphetamine use, and he maintained that he, while he admitted to doing drugs plenty of times in his life, that he absolutely did not do this meth, and that there was another rap group who had been arrested and gave his name up in a, like cop exchange for a lenient sentence so he still maintains he didn't do it but he did go to jail for a month and was not allowed to be on tv for two years so this was their triumphant return after that time had ended and they could be back
1: oh wow interesting Yeah, this is a, I wrote, my only real note for this is that it had an instrument, interesting instrumentation. Uh, It has like this, it just is like mostly built off of this one like loop. Um, And then the chorus has these like very haunting background vocals. Um, But other than that, I don't know, it's just like a rap song. I didn't, I felt like Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot to say about it. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Um, but people seem to like it enough, and we're happy to have them back. So
1: people love it's them. It's notable. They were very popular.
0: Um, okay, on the 30th of March, we have another debut. This is a girl group called Jewelry. Their debut album is called Discovery, and the first single they released was called I Love You. Say, baby now.
2: Say, baby
0: now. on hey. hey. This album didn't have very good sales, and when I was looking it up, like even their fan sites were like the first album was bad, and everyone hated it. And I was like, "Wow, you guys no, don't have be so harsh." <laughs> um, but I guess everybody really hated the first album because apparently only one member got most of the lines, and then the other lines were like m- the other members' voices like mushed together, like digitally or oh, something. Yikes so um it was weird but it had like a very light concept fright like fresh bright colors smiley girls bouncing choreo all of that you know Girl group debut stuff. Yeah, just like a
1: cute little bubbly girl group. One of the girls in this music video has hair all the way down to her hips. It's crazy. (sighs) And the other one, the one who's like the main singer, because in that one stage that you included in the playlist, one of them, one of them is a very good singer. Yes. Um, and she is the one who is like the sexy one. And in Mm. the music video, I was like, oh damn, like that is very sexy because the whole thing is like super cutesy, and then you get to this chick. and she, like, pulls off her gardening gloves, like, with her teeth. And then she takes <laughs> off her shirt, like, in front of this guy. And then, like, because she's supposed to go fishing. So she, like, wades mm-hmm. into the water with her, like, her, like, huge, like, fisherman pants and, like, a sports <laughs> bra. And is, like, flirtily, like, fishing with this guy on the shore. <laughs> so silly. It was very silly. Yeah.
0: It is silly. Uh, there's a second, I also put it on the playlist. There's a second single off of this album called Any Longer, where they do the dance in these like white outfits that have feathers all over them that were pretty crazy. But you have to watch it because at the very, very end of the song, the dance, there's like dancers on the ground holding their feet so they can do like a very intense, like smooth criminal lean but then as the camera backs away one of them fully falls down and it's like
1: i watched in the that video that, video that you linked and no it no she doesn't that is not yes, there huh? at the end Nuh-uh. no it's not she le- i watched it all the way to the end she leans and then the camera just cuts away you can't see anyone falling
0: was it a different stage Maybe. Uh, it must have been a different stage. Away. Okay, I believe I swear on my life I, I saw you. someone fall. <laughs> I'll change it. I'll change it out. But right. I, now I'm, I mean, I'm questioning myself, but I swear I saw one where she did go down. I'll have to look for it and make sure that's the one that's in the playlist because I said so.
1: I, I believe you that it happens because as I was watching it, I was like, this does look like the kind of girl group where one of them would fall because whenever <laughs> the whenever one of them is not singing the others are like very unprofessional in the background. Like they're <laughs> mouthing along the words. They're like smiling and looking and laughing at each other. They're like, it's like they think that no one can see them when they're not them. in the front. And I'm like, bitch, you are on camera. Like I see you. Like stop mouthing the oh, words. No. It was very distracting. <laughs> wow, jewelry. Ah, get it together. <laughs> You're I know. together.
0: <laughs> uh, all right, moving on to April. On the 3rd of April, Click B came back with their third album Click B3 and the single is called Undefeated. What's more? No. My main, this is, we talked about Clickb in the 2000 episode that they are like a band slash mm-hmm. I, like they have guitar boys and dancing boys, um, but there was a hair, there was a hair in the music camp stage that I'm truly like I don't even know what to do with. The roots of this boy's hair are so lifted. That his hair then like falls like a delicate curtain. It looks. But how did they get it so tall at the. How did. I don't, I don't know. How it
1: happened. I don't know how they did that to that boy's head, but I swear to God, it hangs like a goddamn lampshade. It is like a yes. rectangle around his face with like fringe. Like it is crazy. It's crazy. That's the only note I have for this aside I from. I couldn't being think about loud. anything else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I couldn't see anything else.
1: Really there couldn't. is one of the dancing boys that has shoulder length black hair with like a blonde ombre in the tips, and that's pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the lampshade hair was I couldn't see anything else. <laughs> no, just, every so... time it came back on the screen, I was like, but how? And it looked so light. <laughs> like it didn't look heavy.
0: I was just so I don't I don't know. I mean I it's like know. he stuck
1: his finger in a socket or something and just yes. like, yeah
0: Uh, gotta see it um okay the next day on april 4th a big piece of fun breaking news is that tony from hot announced that he was applying for korean citizenship and he was gonna stay because it's his home now and that was big news um on the 13th of april finkel came back With an album called "Melodies and Memories," and the main single or the main conceit of this album was that the whole album was remakes of songs from the '80s and '90s. So the main single was a remake of Hye Eun Yi's song from 1981. You wouldn't know. Um, yeah, this album went to number two and sold 250,000 plus copies. Um, and the music video for this song has, like, a movie parody. Like, one of them is, like, Pretty Woman, and one of them is, like, a spy. And then one of them does that Korean drama where the girl yells into the snow that's also parodied in the Twice music video. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's fun, and there's a second single that I recommend called "Always Like This," that I think I also have in the playlist. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. But I thought it was interesting that some of the songs, like the second single, is only five years old when they re-record it. Mm. So like that, that just feels like an interesting choice for a remake album instead of you know like doing songs that are twenty years old. Oh yeah, to do to a, like song was remake a song that It's just like five years old. That is interesting. But do it our way.
1: It's a fun song though.
0: hmm Alright, it's time to move on to May. May 5th. Kim Gun Mo came back with an album called Another Day, and the main single is called I'm Sorry. And once again, number one album 1.3 million copies all the awards at mama these ballads
1: wow how they love the ballads yeah this is just like a very that's my only note is that this is just a pretty song and the music video is very cinematic has like a guy and a girl and tells her love story over like many years. And there's like a time, whatever they get separated and they get reunited and they suck face at the end. <laughs> I was uh-huh. like, Oh wow. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's just beautiful. Yeah, similar. I
0: wanted to note that if you are a, a watcher of the Netflix program Busted, that Jay Wook from Busted is the main guy in this music video, but he has like a long blonde, like feathered mullet for most of it. And it's kind of surprising and fun to see him young and with weird hair. <laughs> um. Okay, here we go. Big news. May 13th. Disbandment. There's a press conference that announces that after contract negotiations, Kangta and Moon Hee Jun will be staying at SM, but all the other members of H.O.T are out and that is it for H.O.T.
1: Riots Da-da. in the streets. Yes, <gasps> as
0: we've noted on this podcast before, their fans threw rocks at the building and like blocked traffic and like truly acted like absolute psychos over this.
1: <laughs> yeah. They, they did. And, and yeah, <laughs> they did. Accurate.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So that's kind of like it. That, that, that ends our first, like first gen boy, ri- Boy group rivalry. Mm-hmm. Sex Keys ended last year. HOT is gone. Like, that first little class of boy bands, it's over. New, wow. It's time for new people. Crazy.
1: Yeah, and if you think about, like, the exponential growth of, like, a boy band, a boy group's career, whatever, like, think about, like, how short the mm-hmm. HOTs were around, and now, like, they're getting longer and longer and longer.
0: Yeah. I wonder if those guys had known, like, back then, that there could have been a chance that they could have like kept doing it if they would have. Or if it just seemed so unheard of that like of course you have to end it after like three years. Like how could you keep it how could you possibly keep it going any longer yeah. than that?
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, even the Beatles only were together for, like, four years. So it is that is, like, interesting. Maybe they just thought it was so unfathomable. But it also seems, like, based on the way that the groups were put together, like, the HOTs didn't like each other, right? So, like, they might not have... They didn't, like, train and, like, grow up together in a way that a lot of the groups do now. So maybe they wouldn't have even wanted to.
0: Yeah. And I think there was also because there wasn't... Like, there wasn't a lot of precedent. Mm-hmm. It seems like looking at the contract stuff for both H.O.T. and Sex use, it's like those guys thought that maybe they had a better chance on their own. Mm-hmm. Like, that these group contracts are holding me down, but, like, I'm the star of this show.
1: Yeah. As a, a if soloist, I, I can do if more. If I could just get away, then like
0: then they'll know the truth about my potential. I don't know. Yeah, It maybe. worked out for some of them. But yeah, um, all right. On the twenty second of May, we have a combo comeback disbandment. <laughs> those ha- when those happen. Don't you hate assume, it when those happen? When those happen. Um, so Got there's seven. a girl, right? <laughs> girl group Papaya, who only debuted in two thousand. We covered their debut last time. Uh, put out an album called Violet with a single called Making Love. but two of the members left while they were recording this album and then they put it out and then only three of them were around to do the promotions for the song and then no more papaya. That was it. Wow. Yeah. Bummer. Bummer.
1: Because they were cute and they
0: did nice refreshing cute things.
1: Yeah, they were fun. This one has just like My notes were just diamonds and crop tops and club beats. Oh, my. Um, But yeah, one of the girls has like a really good belt. Um, And the other ones, you know, they. They put the notes notes in their mouths. I don't know. They (laughs) They, they sing the notes.
0: (laughs) Um, Speaking of what we were talking about a second ago, on the 25th of May, Kang Sung Hoon, who was a member of Sex Geese, Debuted as a solo artist with an album called Emergency, and the single was called Blessing You. couldn't find any like sales information about this album like if anybody gave a fuck but based on the live performances and the way that these fangirls were screaming every word I think people like I think at least his people really liked
1: this yeah it's a really really he's a good pretty singer. Singer. he's an incredible singer and he has a very pretty face so I was like I get it like this guy it's this guy's this guy sure <laughs> yeah
0: good for you you're doing it
1: yeah, he is another all girl band, which is fun. And there's like a nice, like, reedy, like, bamboo flute at the beginning, which is uh, very pretty. Just a really, really beautiful song.
0: Yeah. Um, so that finishes up May, June 4th. Uh, this is the comeback. Boy group NRG comes back with an album and single titled Sorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this song was written by kangta who while going through discard like this whole thing i think Kangta was like the hui of the early 2000s because mm. it seems like he was he would gift people it kept being written in the korean articles that he would gift his songs to people like if you get a song from Kanta, then like he's blessing you with a hit or whatever is what it seemed like anyway the thing about this that i was truly shaken by is we talked in the 2000 episode that nrg tragically lost a member when he suddenly died of illness while they were on tour so this was their first album back And I didn't put it in the playlist because I thought it was so tasteless. But the music camp performance for this song literally starts with funeral footage of these boys carrying their member's casket set to that Mozart song that's always in scary movies. And then it cuts to this stage where they do this terrible Bills, Bills, Bills ripoff song in dedication of their member. And I just, like, I didn't even know what to do with it. I was like, this is the most tasteless shit I've ever seen in my whole life. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, the song is, like, not good. And I remember when we said last year, like, oh, and then they dedicated their song Sorrow to their member. This is not the song I was expecting to hear at all.
1: No, it's, like, (laughs) drama rap. Uh, And it has, like, a... It has like a pretty fun chorus, but yeah, it is like bills, bills, bills. And then it has like a Spanish guitar break. It's -hmm. just a, it's, it's it's not a song I expected to be an in memoriams tune. (laughs) That's, that's for sure.
0: And then the craziest thing I think is the music video itself has the plot line of an email forward that I, that people used to send around at this time. And the story of the music video is there's like a girl who's like a painter and then she goes blind. And then her boyfriend, who loves her so much, donates his eyes to her. And then she wakes up and she can see and she's like, where's my boyfriend? And they're like, he's gone. He gave you his eyes. And she's like, no. And that that's what the plot of the music video is.
1: He died? He couldn't give her his eyes without dying? I guess not. Hmm, I don't know. But hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I have questions about that medical science.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, so that's NRG. Wow. Saro. Yikes. Um, on that same day, Baby Vox came back with an album called Boyish Story. And this single is called Game Over. And this album was supposed to come out in January of 2001, but all of the members said that they wanted to help with the album, so they oh. all took composing classes, oh, and wow. then everybody contributed to songs on
1: this album. That's which so I fun! Thought was really neat. Yeah, that is really cool. There. That being said, there is a lot happening in the instrumentation of this song, and maybe it was a case of let's throw everything too many cooks in the kitchen. That that composing class, all of the lessons were in this one song. Um, There's just so much happening in it that it's like it sounds. It does seem a little bit messy, Um, but it has a really fun chorus, and there's this like huge like butt butt wave like yes. in the choreo that they do like up against the male dancers. So it was like, oh my baby vox. Um but yeah. Good for that. Yeah, the
0: the concept of this baby vox album was to be quote unquote boyish
1: mm. instead
0: of girly. So they wore suits and one of them got a very short haircut. Ooh. Mm. Um, Yeah, the music video for this one is interesting because it's like there's two dudes that seem to be fighting over one of them. And one of the dudes has dreadlocks and is smoking and has a gun. And then the other dude has like Eminem like shaved bleach hair and lots of tattoos. And then Mm -hmm. the girls are like wearing suits in the back of limousines. And they're like, game over. And like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening
1: in it. Yeah, I didn't follow the plot of that one either. My only note was a lot of bad hair in this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) lot of at hair um okay on the 8th of june jy park jyp june young park jyp put out an album called game and the single off this one is called i have a woman got a music show win and this song went to number two and this album sold 383,000 copies and I don't know what I don't know what to say I don't have anything nice to say about this the live performance of this is shocking at how bad it is why has he been able to get away with this for 20 years
1: I That's what I want to know. <laughs> don't know because he is such a horrible singer. It is like truly crazy the way that he just like. I don't even know. I like can't <laughs> even do an impersonation of the way that he sings. But he, it's like it. Actually, no. He sings like Onyu's impression of Jungkook's. Michael Jackson, like the, (laughs) like that, like that is, like every note is like pushed out until it is nothing but breath. Until it squeaks. And then in this one, oh my God, I, as soon as I started the live performance, I was like, oh, here we go. Literally (laughs) in my notes, it says, here we go. (laughs) He is wearing a see-through lace, purple Sleeveless top with these like little purple shiny pantaloons because they have they like go just to knee underneath his knees. Mm. And I was like, Is he wearing tap shoes? Like, what are these shoes? And yeah. They are tap shoes. Yeah, there's
0: There's a a tap tap break
1: break where these two guys who are not his normal backup dancers come out and do this like (laughs) insane tap break because the rest of his normal backup dancers, which include Rain, he's on that stage. Yeah. 100% Mm -hmm. in in an equally see-through black shirt. Uh-huh. All of the regular backup dancers are also wearing tap shoes, but just doing like regular choreo that just has like weird faint taps. Yeah. And then there's this whole big tap break in the middle and I was like, "What the fuck is happening right now?" This is so if anyone else was doing this, I think I would really like it. But I don't.
0: That is my my main note was like all jyp songs it would be better if it wasn't him yeah it like is a good r&b song it has like a good melody Mm -hmm. i like the emotion of it but like he is bad yeah and it's not fun to listen to him try to sing it because he's not good and i'm just so i'm truly endlessly fascinated by the way that like he has just i think that it's just the, the extreme confidence that he exudes that for the last 20 years, nobody has just been like, dude, no, you're not good. Because he does not believe
1: that. Yeah. And, so, I, and I think he, and that's like, I the guess truth. Eventually, he just like put his shit out himself, right? Because he was right. like, I don't need you guys to tell me that I'm good. I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> oh, God.
0: Yeah but this is I mean this is a song he still sings this song like this is this is an important JYP song and if you can find someone else singing it it's probably great do check that out (laughs) (laughs) um okay on the 18th of June we had a debut Jang Nara debuted with First Story and the single is called Confession (laughs) Um, this is the Jung Nara that you do know from dramas. She is like the drama actress, the go-to drama actress now. But she did start out as a solo artist under SM Entertainment. They didn't keep her very long, from what I read today, because they realized that she wasn't that great. She is not a good singer. <laughs> at no, 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 all I beautiful am... and cute and engaging, but nope, not good at singing.
1: The... Oh man. Really, quite bad. Like <laughs> that stage was hard to watch. I'm kind of surprised they debuted her at all.
0: Yeah. No, it's weird. There's, I watched a drama of hers. Now I can't even remember what it was called. A couple of years ago, I stopped because it fell apart really, really hard at the end. But in the drama, her character was a former idol. And they were able to use weird footage of her from like back at this time in the drama to like, and she was very upfront about not being good. So even she knew that. Well, good but for But yeah, her. it's it's interesting <laughs> to look at like SM's early catalog because for such a time they were kind of the only game in town. So they kind mm-hmm. of debuted a lot of people and then erased them from their timeline. Yeah, if you don't, you gotta
1: really make them happy to stay on the timeline. Prune that family tree. <laughs> <laughs> I did note, however, that her stage outfit is the same as the prom dress that Bianca wears in 10 Things I Hate About You, which is just like a t-shirt crop with like a tulle skirt. And I thought that was cute. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Great. Good note. Um, okay, this is the last thing I have for this chunk of 2001. Last comeback of June on the 28th. It's our boys, Shinwa with an album called Hey Come On and the single is also called Hey Come On. Uh, this was shinwa's fourth studio album. It broke records with its pre-order sales because they exceeded 300,000 copies. Um, it ended up selling a total of 434,203 albums and was number three at its peak and the number 11 album of the year. shinwa
1: continues to um. be... The best first-gen group, in my opinion. Also, happy birthday to me. On this day in 2001, I turned 11. <laughs> uh, and um, how would
0: 11-year-old you have felt about this
1: Xinhua music video? She would have fucking loved it. She would have been <laughs> all about Xinhua, and 30-year-old self is as well. As There's, well. like, a lot of NSYNC vibes in this uh Music video and in the choreo. The music video is like one of those sort of bye 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 like box videos where mm-hmm. they're in like a little space, space room or whatever. Um, and then the music vid- or the choreography is a lot of that like big, like sidestepping yes. <laughs> that is like an in sync move. Um, but I told you this before we started recording that this song got uh, du jour around the world from Josie and the Pussycats stuck in my head. Which is fine because it's a very catchy song and I really enjoy that movie. And I have no problem with it getting stuck in my head. But I feel like it's just, this is both a compliment to Josie and the Pussycats for like perfectly nailing that 2001 sound. Yeah. And also a compliment to Shinwa for perfectly nailing that 2001 sound. So compliments Absolutely. all around. My compliments to the chef. To the chefs. <laughs> to the Shinoa. Who have their guns out in the music video. <laughs> Guns out, buns out. That's what Xinhua says. (laughs) That
0: is what they say. Um, And there's also another, like, mind-blowing hair situation in this music video where it seems like they took just, like, ten strands of hair and gelled it and then did an entire head of it. So it's just, like... Yes. Every hair is, like, separated and covered in gel, and it's,
1: like, so big. And, like, it oh looked my God. crazy. It I looked was so, so crazy. crazy. I was, like, very... <laughs> disappointed that we could only see this in like so few pixels because I desperately (laughs) wanted to see the details of that hair whatever they did because I was like these can't possibly be tiny braids like they the way that they stick out they're too small they're too they're too thin and they're too sticky like it's like they just made his head look like straw like it just looks complete. it's sticking out like the scarecrow in wizard yeah. of Oz. and it, I don't know how they did it. It must've taken forever, forever.
0: Yeah. I was and truly, like, was that worth well, the effort? I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> We're still talking about it 20 years later. So, so maybe. maybe it was, um, one last note about this, just cause I thought it was like an interesting piece of drama news for the time. So member Andy was not in this album. And he's not in the jacket, like his picture isn't in it. So a lot of really nasty rumors started getting spread about him because he like wasn't showing up in the album, Um, and so people thought bad things about Andy. But the truth was that he was in the United States taking care of his sick mother. So shame on everybody. That is so sad. Bad things about Andy.
1: That's so sad. No. But also, why wouldn't the company just like put out a a thing that's like Andy? Because it's SM, and they have
0: sixty five. They have sixty five artists, and they no time to make statements. (laughs) Well, they make statements now. They do. They sure (laughs) do. Um, Yeah. So that catches us. That brings us to the middle of two thousand one. We'll do the rest of it another day. Um, But do you have any? Thoughts, notes about this chunk that we did watch. A few trends that I noted was several instances of an all-white outfit. Mm-hmm. Like yes. a group and in a fully white outfit. Absolutely. Um, lots of turtlenecks in general. Boys and girls. Even if it's a sleeveless shirt, like just a lot of turtlenecks. Um, noticed a lot of Nehru collars, mm-hmm. which are the collar that goes tall and has a little square cut out of it if you don't know those were very popular and then yeah the hair last time I feel like the hair was like mostly large and peroxided and this time we still had the peroxide but I think there were more straightened looks especially Mm -hmm. boys with like shoulder length straightened hair i yeah. noticed quite a lot of
1: and i i noticed a lot of boys that had like the very the asymmetrical like conta haircut where it's like to the chin in mm-hmm. the front and then like short like to the ears right in the, in back. the back um and yeah like blow dried like out like long and straight like close to their faces um of course the chonky highlights were like all over the place still and i also noticed that a lot of the girls whenever they had pigtails they would have like bird's nest pigtails where like either it was just like an absurd knot of like frizzy teased curls in like buns in their heads Or the braid itself was, like, teased out so that it looked very messy. Very weird. Um, Mm -hmm. I noticed a lot of, of course, baggy pants, right? That classic, like, (laughs) early 2000s style. And the, like, sidestep choreo was in, like, a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like I saw a lot of the same choreography, like, over and over and over. There's very, very specific... 2001 choreo, I think. Um, but the biggest trend that stuck stuck out to me was how much smoking there was in the music in videos. In the music videos! That's I had a league. lot of smoking in these music videos. And you would never have that now. Like, now when there's there smoke were no coming warnings. out of the music... Yeah, no warnings. Mm-hmm. And now whenever, like, an idol... Has smoke coming out of their mouth. You never—they don't have a cigarette in their hand. Like it's just like smoke. <laughs> it doesn't have yes, and it's usually which like, is why we were
0: freaking out about you know smoking because yes. it was like look at how like a
1: look at how like he's actually in your face smoking. this is because
0: even yeah. even in the three six five fresh music video where there's like implied nudity they blur the cigarette. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah censor them out but yeah Yeah. i noticed that in so many music videos and i was curious if that was just like a cool trend at the time or if i mean or if people just like weren't noticing about like oh you probably shouldn't smoke on tv yet like Mm -hmm. i don't i truly don't know because yeah now something like that would come with a huge warning and so you'd think that these music videos marketing marketed to teens would not have such things but Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the music video playing culture was like then either. Yeah, as far as like... Like, was there an MTV equivalent of Mm -hmm. like playing music videos all day long? Or were they just at special times? I don't know. These are questions to find out. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that was it. That was our first little dive into 2001. We'll do the rest another day. Um, And that was really fun. I like living in the past and finding out information about things that happened a long time ago. It's fun to play detective. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And with that, we'll be right back with our random game. All right, we're back and we got a girl group that debuted not too long ago, but has seemed to have a tumultuous time. And this is another random game. Sad time. We got Cupid. (laughs)
1: Cupid, Um, originally a four-member girl group, Cupid was under Narda Entertainment, and they debuted on April 29th, 2015 with the song, I Feel Good, uh, under IN Entertainment which they eventually left and moved to Narda Entertainment in mid-2016. So they were only with their debut company for about a year and a year and a half after debut. Mm -hmm. Um, But they had a lot of lineup changes. There's nine total former members listed, um, even though it seems like only four or five were ever there at a time. But, like, some of the members, like... Like, for example, Yara was announced, and then she didn't join it, so they announced someone else instead. And then, like, one of the original members left, and then she came back, and then she left again. So, like, I don't fucking know, man. This <laughs> seems yeah. like a mess.
0: Yes, but there was, like, one member named Bona who named the group and was there through the whole run, and she went on Mix 9, like, as Cupid and seemed to be the backbone of this whole operation. <laughs>
1: Yes, and she is actually the only one to ever make any kind of statement regarding the band's disbandment um, because she, in early 2019, or in the summer of 2019, Bona had put something on her Instagram story of, like, thank you for remembering Cupid, and fans asked her, like, wait, what is Cupid? Like, are are you guys done? And she said, yeah, we've disbanded. But the company, there was no official statement. Like, she put that out herself.
0: Yeah, so um, Tumultuous, but we do have their debut music video pulled up from 2015. It's called I Feel Good, and I see a 15 rating sticker here on the corner, so who knows what's going to happen. I'm guessing butt cheeks based on the pictures we saw in their profiles, but
1: I would guess that as well.
0: Yeah. All right. Ready to watch this? Yes. Three, two, one. Go.
1: Yeah. All right. Oh.
0: Oh no, this looks like it was filmed on a cell phone.
1: Yeah, it does look like it was filmed. Oh my god. (laughs) Okay, them in front of this, uh, in front of this, like, CGI backdrop is so terrible, but the shadows look like the. Oh wow, this is cheap.
0: It's very cheap. It looks like just Dan- it looks like the Just Dance video game. Yes, it looks yes. just like the Just Dance video game with, with the their, silhouettes. Like, like yeah,
1: their shadow. Oh my god, look at how cheap these costumes are.
0: This is oh they're very wearing like upsetting. sexy butler. Oh, was that oh, her cleavage no. blurred? No, I think it's just what? The feathers. Maybe it was just the feather. But ness of it? It looked like maybe, maybe they had blurred her boobies. Are they wearing stripper heels with those like outfits where
1: they're just wearing sweats? Yeah, they're wearing these like insane stripper heels in all of these outfits. No matter. Oh, wow.
0: I oh, don't know. They're at like Dave and Buster's, like, yeah. Dancing like,
1: in the middle of the like. They Air like rented tables. this roller rink for like <laughs> an afternoon.
2: Oh, wow.
0: Ugh, stuff like this makes me so sad. I don't know what I to know. do with it except feel sad. Yeah. People had dreams and that other people took advantage of their dreams and then they were crushed in this way.
1: Yeah, that this is what those dreams amounted (laughs) amounted to. (laughs) No, upskirt shots, don't do it. Oh, these fucking made costumes. Oh Oh my god. Now see I
0: the thing I don't like about music videos like this is like I feel like they are putting they are making me a perv. I did not ask for this. I would it's never true. put a camera down there. Don't put. Don't no. put this on me. Yikes. I mean, they all look. I mean, they all look very hot in the costumes. Like, sure. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, does she have magic? They just spent some CGI money to make her hand go. Whoosh.
1: Yeah, there's a bird's nest. Mm. The CGI in this is wow, just so terrible. What are these like sky- rotating skyscrapers with their faces reflected like giants in the buildings?
0: It's the bird arms that we like <laughs> saw in the songs earlier. They like do the same. Thanks. Oh, oh, it's still outro. Going. Oh, I guess she woke up what? from her Oh, I just guess it dream. was a dream. Oh, yeah. Where Yikes. she was having a good dance party with her friends. It was oh, just a dream. Was rough. That was rough. That was rough. Wow. All right, Cupid. I hope you all have um, cool, good jobs now, and you're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wherever you are. Wherever you are. Take care of yourself. Um. All right. It's time for weekly recommendations.
1: And do we have any recommendations from our patients? patreon listeners we sure do so we if you are one of our seasoned fans uh in our patreon um you have the ability to send us a weekly recommendation um however not a weekly (laughs) a monthly (laughs) recommendation i should say um there's no real cap but maybe one to two recommendations a month i would say that like if you send in more than that, we will certainly not read more. I'll start than, than ignoring them. Then. If
0: I notice you're spamming yeah. <laughs> our recommendation <laughs> You start box. spamming
1: us. We're going to start making more restrictions, but we're trusting you to be respectful and have some constraint or restraint. Um, so there is, we sent out through our Patreon, we sent out a link to a Google form where all of our season fans can send us a recommendation each month of something that they'd like for us to see, um, with a short, re- see or hear. It can be either, right? Because we recommend all kinds of things like variety shows or um, interviews or, you know, dance performances, whatever. Or even just a song. Our first Patreon recommendation comes from one of our listeners, Young from West Hollywood. And Young recommends... Uh, gay black british reaction superstar it's rafi which young says is honestly the perfect escape during these manic times with his explosion of overreactions where he would accuse kai of making him pregnant while sipping ginger tea from his black pink mug in front of his gin from bts poster collection he is an outrageous gem and what the world needs now specifically young recommends uh what he think? What they think is the best re- reaction video, which will give you much needed therapy and laughter. His reaction to Mamamoo's hip. He doesn't just adore Hwasa, he wants to be Hwasa. Take a look. Long live it's Rafi. So there you go. Check that out. It's great Rafi suggestion. reaction video to Mamamoo's hip. Thank you, Young. Thank you, Young. I've definitely
0: seen some of those videos. That guy has a good accent, and great great energy and attitude so good one good one um do you have any recommendations or are you letting yong take your spot this week
1: i'm letting yong <sighs> take my spot this week because i've been in a shiny sunmi hole that i haven't gotten out of for weeks
0: sure um i will i will have a recommendation because i meant to do it last week but i was so lost in my specific shiny feels i forgot about this one thing So I will recommend a drama if anybody is needing a drama in their life. Netflix's Love Struck in the City. Um, All the episodes are out, so you don't have to wait. Um, This is just a sweet little rom-com, 30-minute episodes, no murder. Nobody has any deep childhood trauma. It's sexy. They discuss consent in a responsible way. Like, it's funny. Like I said, the episodes are short, so it goes by really quick. Mino is on it. He plays a cop. The last episode appears to be a backdoor pilot. That's because the last episode is only about Mino. They wrap up the story in 16, and then Mino's character gets a whole episode at the end of the show. So I recommend it exclusively for that. (laughs) Um, But it was really fun. I enjoyed it so much. I finished it in like two days, and I wish I had spaced it out a little more. But it was nice to have like such a... Such a carefree, fun drama that I was very invested in. So Love Struck in the City. Check it out. Nice. Good rec. Good rec. Um, and that's it for this week. Uh, if you would like to get in contact with us, we can be found at pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to join our Patreon and submit recommendations and get fun yeah. extra episodes, patreon.com slash AMAKpoppod. Um, we have a voicemail 181 AMA K-POP 5 thank you to everybody who sent in an extra don't call me voicemail even though the episode was out I still wanted to hear your yelling it's fine so thank you for that Um, call us anytime with any feels or questions or whatever you
1: want you can also write to us at P.O. Box 26096 Los Angeles, California 90026
0: um Yeah, and I think that that is it for now. Exciting announcements upcoming. Can't say more about it, but just know that. And uh, we'll see you next week. (sighs) Goodbye. Until then, goodbye. (gasps) Jonghyun, your inspiration.